Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of My Blind Podcast with your host, Aaron. I hope everyone had a great week. I hope you had a better week than I did. I was in such a weird funk as I'm not really sure how to explain it. I get into these weird vibes where I feel like I'm not mentally here, but I know I'm existing. And I have like this weird cloud view of the world. It just feels like really foggy in my head, you know, and then you just go throughout the day thinking, damn, where'd the time go? It kind of just flew by, but you feel like you really didn't do much. I don't know if anyone gets like that. I get like that because this week I will, I'm not going to lie. I listened to a lot of true crime this week. And whenever I listen to a lot of that during the day, it kind of just puts me in this weird funk, you know? But I just can't get enough of true crime. I cannot get enough of hearing all these unsolved mysteries. And even though I know it's probably not that great for me, I listen to it anyway because it's very, very enjoyable like to listen. And it's also just very sad to hear all these different stories that have happened to people. But I do enjoy that people are putting out their names and making sure that they're their names are known, you know? So I personally would love to cover a true crime on my podcast one day. Hopefully I can have someone join it with me and actually explain it better than I probably can. Sometimes I feel like I go back and forth, but you know, that's all in the practice. I mean, I will practice for you if I really need to, you know, just so I can make it better on me when I'm speaking and it comes out clearer for you guys. But that was just my little rant for the week. Today, actually, I was dog-sitting my friend's T- my friend TK's dog. I'm not sure if you might be able to hear him in the background because I'm currently here at the house. And he's currently chewing on some chew toy or a little ball. But he's such, he's such a cute dog. And his name's Eisenhower. So you probably have seen him around on either my story or on TK's story if you follow her. If you listen to A Nightmare on Millennial Street, he is definitely in the background a lot of the times, either just chewing on something or we might yell at him, you know? (laughs) But dang, having like a puppy is like having a baby because you have to really keep an eye on them. And I feel really bad just going over this podcast right now as I'm trying to babysit him or dog sit him. I'm not really giving him that much attention. I'm sorry, TK. I gave him a lot of attention today, I feel. So I think he will be okay for 20 minutes of me doing this. But on today's episode, I did want to give you guys a little more like information on me. I wanted to bring up like some personal topics. It's not really a personal topic. It's just more of how I was prior. I still think I am as well because my dad says that I'm a mama's boy. But I wanted to bring up a story of how my mom left me stranded at a Air Force base for a week. So that was really sad. But before I actually go into that story, because I was miserable there, I did want to start something brand new on my podcast. I wanted to do like a question of the day, which is basically like a question of the week because I do a podcast every week. And I was going through some of the questions and I don't mind if you guys are super (laughs) 
like you want to do something very like out there i may answer it sometimes i i just look over it and i'm like nah there's no way i can answer that i will possibly try to you know but for this first one i just want to do something fun and quick because someone actually asked me this and i really was really thinking about it and i feel everyone thinks about this all the time so it's something really corny and honestly i really don't mind it the question was if you had a superpower what superpower would you have and every time i get this question i think of all these different superpowers that i would want but when it comes down to it i think i would just want the power to teleport places because i think my time is very precious to me and every time someone wants to hang out i I, tk always tells me this too she always feels like she is on like this time crunch with me as like oh you can't really do much because you always have to like go somewhere things like that and i feel like i give myself like this schedule in my head and if it if i don't reach that schedule i will be pissed (laughs) for the day so maybe me teleporting to places will better align with my friends and hanging out you know if i could just teleport somewhere i'd be like oh yeah i'll be right there and then once i'm done i don't have to worry about drive time or anything and i could just hop anywhere i want so that is something that i would want to do you know oh my gosh you can probably hear him he's playing with his bowl now anyways let me just get into my story this is going to be a fairly quick episode i would say but I just wanted to provide you a story that I had growing up. This happened in seventh grade. And if no one knows, probably a lot of people know that actually listen. But if you don't know, I actually attended a military school growing up. So from sixth grade to 12th grade, I was in a military school. And I, I did not have the normal high school life, of course. If you would think that I did, I definitely did not. It was not horrible i would say i'm very happy that i did go to a small school because a lot of my friends that i had growing up in high school i am still friends with now and they're one of my closest friends of course so that is really good i hear a lot of stories where people that do go to a big high school and then they still they don't talk to anyone really from their high school at all i feel very lucky that i'm able to still be friends, close friends with the people that I grew up with. I even have a godson from one of my friends that I grew up with, so which is amazing. I appreciate that so much. But again, growing up, I was a big mama's boy and I would not go anywhere unless my mother was going with me. Or if even if it was a family member, I would have to ask and say, is my mom going to go? And if they tell me no, then I would say, I'm not going either because if my mom's not going to go, I'm not going to go. So I was literally attached to the hip to my mother. And this was for the longest. Even my dad would call me a mama's boy because I would just go crying to my mom, I guess. That's what he would say. In one of my in one of the episodes, in my coming out episode, he does say that I am a big mama's boy. So I'm like, okay, thanks. But which is true, like looking back at it, I could not leave anywhere without her. So she, of course, knew that. And in seventh grade, she made me go to this. It wasn't a summer camp or anything. It was just like this boot camp type thing. Again, because I went to a military school. So they had these different programs that you can get into. 
and my mom signed me up for one. So I would have to spend a week at March Air Force Base. So if you don't know where March Air Force Base, it is in California. I'm, and I'm trying to think. I mean, it's in the Inland Empire, of course. So you can just look it up. And that's where I stood for a week. They had like these bunker type things in there. And they're not bunkers. They were like dorm looking things. I really cannot like explain it. You just It's like this little mini house. And you go in, there's just these bunk beds in there. That's literally all that was in there. But she signed me up. And I was so upset because knowing that she was going to take me, I was begging her saying, I'm not a bad kid. Why am I going over here? Like, can you please just not let me go? And again, because I didn't do anything, I did not want to go into sports. I just wanted to stay home. And I was just like a homebody. And I'd rather, I prefer to read a book. That is literally what I would prefer to do. So she was just telling me, look, it's going to be good for you. Like, you need to do this. And at the time, like, I didn't know that she was like she was making me go because I was attached to the hip to her and she wanted me to be independent. So forcefully, I, I had to go, you know, and I would call her every day, you know, crying Anyways, before before I even get into all that, I was taken to the March Air Force Base, and my principal that I despised, he basically was saying that it'd be good for me if I were to stay there and just go through with it, you know, and then my mom was apparently going to volunteer in the kitchen just to make sure that I'm okay, and then of course leave home after she wasn't going to stay there. But my principal thought that that was a bad idea because if I were to see you, if I were to see her, I would basically just go run to her and make sure that I'd leave with her. (laughs) And he didn't want that, apparently, which was really fucking mean. Thanks. Anyways, it was just an awful experience for me because, first of all, I didn't really eat. I was homesick so much. By the way, I literally was just 15 minutes away from the house. It was not even far. But to me, it was as if I was across a different state. And I was put there because I I really didn't know why I was put there. I thought that I did something wrong or... I was just telling myself, like, why am I supposed to be doing this? What is the reason for it? Because I am such a good kid. I was a really good kid growing up. But my mom just really wanted me to go, you know? And so for that week, which was fucking horrible, it really felt like I was in the military because I would have to wake up at four in the morning to do PT, which is physical training. And I would do, like, what you would think, like, how it was in the movies that is literally how I felt. I They would l- literally just knock on the door and then like barge in, wake us up at 3.30. They're like, get ready, blah, blah, blah. And then we had to get into our PT gear and it's in the freezing fucking cold. And I'm in fucking short shorts, just freezing my ass off. And we had to do all this like physical training. So either jumping jacks, push-ups, and we had to run miles and I'm like, bro, like the sun hasn't even set. Like the sun is not even coming up. It's still fucking dark. Why am I up? And 
it's as if like I was being punished for being good. And I didn't want that. Like, what was the reason? What was the reason, you know? And so doing that, I was just pissed. Every Literally every day I was there, I would cry myself to sleep. It was ridiculous. Um, mind you, I was in seventh grade. So there was older kids, like up to seniors there. And we had like the showers, but we all had a shower together. So like the guys had their own bathroom and the girls had their own bathroom. And then... Every, the showers was an open like stall type thing you know so you can you literally go in and you can see everyone butt ass naked there was no way i was gonna get naked there like i had to shower my boxers because first of all i was in seventh grade like why the fuck would i shower naked you know and then i just felt very very uncomfortable so i remember just going in my boxers just showering and then every time i would get out of course and had to change into like dry clothes i would put my wet clothes in a bag and i remember just like stuffed it wherever i could wherever i thought in my bag that i had thankfully i did not wet any of my other stuff thankfully i was smart enough to not do that but i also had these two other friends that were there they were a grade above me and they were girls of course and they were telling my mom that they would take care of me if they needed like if i needed anything i can go to them but I was fucking miserable, bro. Like, it was the worst. And also, in regards to, like, food and everything, because we had, of course, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Breakfast was just either cereal, which I could eat if I wasn't homesick and dying. Because when I'm homesick or I feel stressed and I'm anxious, whatever, I will not eat. Like, I feel like I need to throw up. But... There was this thing that they called shit on a shingle. It's basically biscuit and gravy. I fucking hate gravy. Like, with a passion. I hate gravy. It's disgusting to me. And they gave it to me, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Because I did not know what it was. They basically just handed it to you. And I'm looking at it, and I remember my friend at the time, he was like, oh, it's this. Like, it's just biscuits and gravy. And I'm just like, I don't like gravy. Like, it's just really gross. And he's like, just try it. It's not that bad. I literally licked my fork like with of the gravy and I l- gagged. I started gagging and I wanted to puke everywhere. And there, was, I told him there was no way I'm going to eat this. I cannot eat it. So I would skip breakfast when every time that they gave us that I would skip it. So I would not eat breakfast. Sometimes I would hand him my food because I'm not going to eat it. So I'm not going to waste it. So I asked him if he wanted it. So of course he took it. And I would have to wait till lunch. I was stuck in these like three, four hour classes as if I'm going to go onto these trainings for like a mapping. And I'm like, I don't need to know any of this. And I would literally get out of the class and I would ask to call my mom and say, I, I would have to call my mom. So I would leave the class and I would call my mom. And let her know, can you please pick me up? I do not want to be here. I promise I will be good. I will do whatever you want me to do. But please just let me leave. And my mom was, of course, just telling me, you're going to be okay. Like, I will go get you soon. And I'm just begging her and telling her, please, I just want to leave. But nothing worked. Like, she would not break. Like, she would not come get me. And, of course, after she was telling me, like, how bad she wanted me she wanted to come get me but of course she knew she she wasn't able to so i just had to tough it out 
for that whole fucking week. It was horrible. And like till this day, like I always remind her and tell her like, remember when you left me there for a week? She's like, I did not leave you there. Like I didn't, like it wasn't bad. She's like, you just needed to, you needed to stop being so dependent on me. And I needed you to basically leave, I guess, (laughs) like in reality, you know? And I look at back at it now and I'm just thinking, I mean, I guess, yeah, it was a good thing that you did that because who knows it, how I would be like right now. I'm sure, of course, I wouldn't be like a big ass mama's boy, of course. But I mean, to this day, I would say I'm still a mama's boy, like a little bit, just a smidge, but not as bad as I was prior. And it's just, it's just so mean thinking back like, fuck. I was not a I was not a horrible kid, but yeah, I still had to go through with that because, you know, if I if I didn't go to the, in the military school, I feel that program would have not came up, and who knows? I mean, of course, I wouldn't be sent anywhere else. I feel, but I guess if I really were to think about it, it was a good thing for me to go to it, even though it's fucked up, you know. Prior to all that too, because. Every time I would leave without my mom, because I remember I went to Vegas one year without my mom. I was miserable there. I went with my godmother. I'm so sorry if you hear this, but I was very miserable. I would cry every time I was showering and I just wanted to go home so bad. She knew that I wanted to go home. She knew I was not having a good time and it just was not great. Even though like I went with two of her, so it was another one of her godsons and then her husband now with her with his kid so it was just the five of us total but you know I just didn't have I didn't have a great time I could not have a good time without my mom being there I guess so moral of the story be a mama's boy I guess (laughs) I don't know but yeah so I just want to let you guys know that story because I thought it was pretty funny and just telling it people are like damn like you are you are such a big ass mama's boy like that's crazy and my mom just brought that brought this story up not that long ago so it was just fresh in my mind i remember after i got back which i was really mad after the fact but she was like oh i bought you a couple of things she got me like this dagger because i really like dragons at the time and she got me this really cool dagger of dragons. So it was super dope. It's huge too. And then she got me a Bench Warmers movie for my PSP. I'll, like as a, oh, congratulations. Like here's some, like a reward for doing it, you know? I'm, I was so fucking mad. There was no way. I was just like, this is all I got. No, I'm just kidding. I appreciated it, I guess, I suppose, you know? But yeah, it was just... I wouldn't, I would never in a million years want to ever do that again because that shit was whack as fuck. And just going to military school too was, I'm like, come on, I'm already going to military school. Like you're going to put me through this for a week at at an Air Force, a March Air Force base? Bruh, come on. I was so pissed. Hopefully I'm not the only one that was sent by their parents to a camp because they were like a mama's boy or anything like that. Of course, clearly I was growing up. I was a big mama's boy. Of course, I still love my mom now and I always 
bring it up to her and just tell her how mean that was to for her to do but i just want to let her know like how much i loved her you know i didn't want to leave her side i needed to be with her 24 7 basically and that's like what's wrong with that but at the same time i get it i understand now and before i actually end it i wanted to let you guys know another really quick story because i thought this was really bad on my part of what i did also because i was very very young i had so my best friend i lived next door to my best friend at the time and we were neighbors so one time they were asking me if i wanted to spend the night over there so i gradually said yes again i was like five or six at the time but i was so close to my best friend's family like they are like my second family basically so i didn't mind staying there at all but for some odd reason i ended up spending the night there and i got up in the middle of the night like at two in the morning and i walked my happy ass back home and without knowing like letting anyone know i literally just left the house and I left the door open, of course. I mean, I closed it, but I left it unlocked. So I went to my to my house. And mind you, just to let you know, there's a gate that is surrounding my parents' house at the time where we were living. And it's typically always locked. But for some odd reason, my parents did not lock it this night. Thankfully, they did not because there was no other way for me to get into the house if it was locked, you know. But just can you, like, picture, like, a two year old not two year old oh my god like a five or six year old walking on the street like at two or three in the morning trying to go back home i'm surprised or like not surprised i am very glad that i did not get kidnapped or anything because that would have been a whole different ordeal and of course i gave my parents like my mom was so scared that she was like why are you out here like what are you doing and i just let her know like i wanted to come home i wanted to be back here and can you please let me in i'm trying to go back to bed and in the very next morning my best friend's um, brother was basically looking for me all over the house and he had to go break the news to my mom saying he's not here he's not at the house like i'm freaking out i don't know where he went and she basically just told him like the good news that I was there at night but like she apologized for everything and I felt kind of bad and now like looking back I was like damn I'm a little bitch damn I'm such an ass oh my god I'm so stupid I don't know why I did that but yeah that was another little story that I wanted to provide you guys so for this coming up episode I do want to cover a true crime episode and it's one I recently just heard about, which is really fucking crazy to me. It basically involves like this weird society cult thing. And not necessarily like they're a cult itself. It's just like a society and then the certain individuals in it were just really fucking crazy. So I want to d- definitely cover that for sure. And that will definitely be the next episode. I hope you guys are ready to hear what these people did because it's fucking insane. And just be ready. Get some popcorn. It should be fun. It should be fun to do. So I'm really excited to cover that. And I hope I can give that story justice because I feel sometimes my storytelling could be a little meh. But I'm trying out here, you know. I'm still trying to get out those, like trying to be all awkward and shit. But 
I'm trying out here. So thank you guys for anyone that is joining in. And please give me a nice rating, you know. I would definitely appreciate it. I want to, like, get to a certain rating by the end of the year. So we'll see how that happens. But till next time, hope you have a great day. And stay safe.